In the Batman, Selena Kyle is trying to keep a lid on the evidence of her affair with the mayoral candidate Bella Real, which will later turn into unending vengeance against the Court of Owls when her lover is slain. She's working for Falcone as like this dad figure that she doesn't have. If I have to see a strip of pearls be pulled from Martha's neck one more time and dramatically scatter on the ground, yes. like I've seen it. Welcome back to New Rockstars. We're sneaking around your home in the dark, cracking your safe, trying to steal your precious plot twists, brushing our teeth with your teeth brushes, because this is Rogue Theory, the podcast that brings you the wildest nerdy hot takes on the topics you can't stop arguing about. I'm Tommy Bechtold, and with me to pitch Rogue Theories today are the boy genius of New Rockstars, Mr. Eric Voss. Hi, thank you for having me here. I had to get my mom's permission to stay this long, though. Oh, God. You're like that kid that's only friends with adults, and it's just really awkward for everyone. (laughs) It's just communicate with with your wife. (laughs) She needs you. In a weird way, he's always right, but it's also very uncomfortable. Also joining us today is our friend, comedian and writer Jessica Clemens. Hello, Jessica. I, I always I always feel so uncomfortable because everyone has stuff in the background of their video but me. Uh, it's just a white wall. Oh, um, you're but doing I got great. new flowers. That's great. Oh, hey. look at those. I, I, I want to say, for the record, I have what it appears to be a large thing of dish soap. A three-quarter jug of olive oil and some garlic peppers. So don't be Yum. don't be jealous. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. I have like single dad getting ready for a weekend with his kids cooking stuff going on. That's everyone's time. <laughs> yes. Nice. Perfect. And finally, our good friend, the host with the most, Miss Maud Garrett. Hello, Maud. Yes. I don't have a bitch in kitchen, but I do have. I, I use new rock star colors. Oh, that's yes, so sweet. Look at that. How. How very thoughtful of you. We we truly appreciate that. It's all been right. very lonely in London. <laughs> Before we get started, obviously, we're all still reeling over the sudden passing of Chadwick Boseman. So uh, this is the first time many of us have been together since yeah. the news broke. Uh, Eric... You wanted to say some brief words before we get started? Uh, yeah. Um, look, everyone, you know, learning about Chadwick Boseman's death was devastating to all of us. And uh, to me as well, obviously, as someone who's uh, made a lot of videos analyzing his wonderful work and the role he played in this fictional universe that we all love so much. Um, and it was really a, a big wake up call about uh, the very real struggle that he was going through the entire time we knew him for the most part. I don't know about you guys, but I would say beneath this heartbreak, I just feel a gratitude that he spent his final years with us showing us what uh, courage and heroism really look like. And um, not to you know start things off too heavy, but I, I think I just think I speak for all of us when I say you know um, as nerds uh, we get it. We're all curious about what Marvel might try to do next with this franchise. We will get to talking about it eventually. For now, I just ask everyone, let's just please spend this time remembering Chadwick and talking about the endless other things uh, that there are to talk about that we're going to do in this episode. And um, Jessica Mod, if you have anything you want to weigh in on, for sure. I think you summed up how I feel. Uh, I've been crying for the last like three days, but I feel like uh, it's finally stopped because I'm just more so happy that also the children today, like my nephew got to witness it and be there for it. And now we still have these movies to come in the future and we can still look back at it, especially Mm -hmm. as like our black superhero. It was, uh, it's a big deal, but it's also just like, at least we still had it. Yeah. And it's a good time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, his um, the symbolism that he brought was so impactful. That, you know, you saw it worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got to interview him twice actually um, mm-hmm. when I was in Seoul for the Black Panther premiere, mm-hmm. um, and there was there was like you could just tell there was like this almost detachment. Um, yeah. But he was so into it and everyone was so happy and like you could mm. see that he was just like he was a part of the Marvel family and it was such a big deal. Mm. Um, and I, I look back to the interviews that I've done and I look back to um, other interviews and I'm wondering sort of like how much of his responses and answers was him just sort of like personally reflecting in his situation. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and that's what breaks my heart. Mm. Um, and I know that sort of like the transformation that you have to make to be a Marvel hero mm is not only a physical sort of like uh, like massive change and it would be so exhausting and like you know so hard on the body but then not only to get into shape for that role but then do the global press tour and how like that can affect the mind and body as well Mm. um and i i think that what what i hope is that the legacy that he's left as well as being Black Panther, is someone who just knuckled down and got the job done. Yeah. And I think that that kind of work ethic is so unique to him mm. because I think so many other people would want to sort of like not keep it a secret and just share that struggle and that hardship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm so, I admire so much that it was a battle that he didn't want to have publicly. And he made how many movies in the four years that he was diagnosed? Five or six, I think, yeah. Like, that is just spectacular. So, yeah, yeah, I think that 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 is something that was so, yeah. Yeah. Something that I want to cherish. Yes. Well said, uh, everybody. Yeah, and I'll just add that I know it can feel very silly sometimes to feel this personal attachment and grief to someone that you've never met, but these people are... You know, we do feel like we know them and we do feel a certain pride in the performances that they give and a certain amount of emotional attachment to them. And that's why I'm, I'm grateful for the communities that we have, these nerd communities like New Rockstars and everything else that people can kind of come together and, and support each other and, and, and make this thing that stings and hurts and is, you know, uh, the, the grief can be hard to pinpoint a definition for. It, it, it doesn't make any sense and it feels very unfair, but I am grateful for everybody who was able to be supportive to, to myself who was feeling sad selfishly and, and then to everyone else who was feeling bad. I hope you were able to find some support as well and is if there's even a possible way to move on to another topic uh we're gonna try we have to but um thank yeah. you uh thank you everybody for for weighing in on that uh watch let's, the yes. five bloods on netflix guys yes. if you haven't seen the five bloods yet it's yeah. really really amazing spike lee does an amazing job with storytelling the genre changes throughout chadwick boseman's really good in it too excellent uh all right let's move on to the batman trailer one thing we haven't really discussed at length here is Catwoman. Uh, we got our first look at Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle, who Matt Reeves said is not yet Catwoman in the movie. So uh, for some mysterious reason, she's revisiting the crime scene of a murder victim 
in the trailer. So what is Selena Kyle's agenda in the Batman? Is, is she going to be a friend or foe? Eric, we'll start with you. Yeah, I'll, I'll start. And um, we're it's not like we're forgetting anything we've mentioned before. It's obviously an abrupt uh, segue that we're making here, but uh, this is the, the why you clicked on this video. So we're just going to dive into it. Uh, because if you've been following New Rockstars for the past couple days, um, I've been diving deep into this theory that the Court of Owls is really going to be involved with this movie. Um, and I, I went to uh, some pretty wild takes on like how they could be involved in the mystery plot based on the um, like the various visual clues and the owl sightings that I think are all over the footage but we haven't really gone into how Selena Kyle fits into it obviously she's going to play a pretty big role in the story in the trailer we saw her a couple times like uh, there was the part where she seems to be sneaking back into the crime scene which is the mayor's home we think breaking into his safe it looks like Batman kind of confronts her they they stare each other down it's kind of like a moment of tension it's like where is this going uh, there's also a shot of her on a motorcycle which you know doesn't tell much but it does confirm that we saw that uh cemetery set video footage that depicted her with batman or at least their stunt drivers uh they're either riding next to each other or chasing each other down but building on this court of owls idea i've been talking about i think selena kyle is someone the court has screwed over in gotham and mm-hmm. my theory is that she had a secret romantic relationship with the mayoral candidate Bella Real, who was just defeated in the last election, based on the clues in the trailer, and the the newly elected mayor is Don Mitchell Jr. Uh, And I think the way that he won was by threatening to use the knowledge of Real's affair with Selena Kyle in order to ruin her. They blackmailed her. So now uh, what ended up having happen is Real just had to kind of like either concede or drop out or take a dive in the race uh, and her, you know, it kind of ruined her chances. And that evidence is still hidden and Don Mitchell Jr. is safe. And Selena has to come back into the crime scene, destroy it before the PD gets their hands on it and ruins what's left of Bella Rael's career. So I think in this mystery, we're going to see Selena and Batman working together to investigate the Owl's conspiracy in Gotham. But then as Rael is set up as a replacement mayor figure, the court sees that as a threat and they kill her off, assuming the public will see it as just another high profile Riddler assassination after the mayor, the DA, the commissioner. But really, it wasn't the Riddler. It was the court. So in the Batman, Selena Kyle is trying to keep a lid on the evidence of her affair with the mayoral candidate Bella Real, which will later turn into unending vengeance against the Court of Owls when her lover is slain. And if uh, the kicker of my Court of Owls theory is to be true, that um, Batman has been the unwitting talent executioner for the Court of Owls this whole time, that could wow. set up a finale, final act, an angry duel between the Batman and Selina Kyle in the third act of this film. Ooh, Eric. The theory had it all. Romance, blackmail, betrayal, redemption. I love it. Uh, I love it so much. I, I, I'm interested in that being part of the movie. I have no choice but to award you for your theory um, one sweet potato. I'm going to give you one microwave sweet potato. Uh, this is made by Wegmans, and it's food you feel good about. So you get yeah. one, one sweet potato for that. I theory. feel good about this. Yeah, oh, wow. that's that's what that's what the awards are. That's what the rogies are today. They're sweet potatoes, guys, because yes. we're turning our lives around. It's September. It's time to get those fall bodies. I'm talking mm. latte bodies, pumpkin mm. pie bodies, Halloween candy, fifty percent off on November first bodies. <laughs> 
stress about the election bodies everything yeah. it's time for fall let's put those bathing suits away and let's bring out the chunky sweaters it's time yes. to go all let's right. all look like sweet potatoes yes let's all become this this potato is goals this is body with, goals with the barcode on it and all that's right uh, <laughs> 10 minutes in the microwave i'm sure it's not bad for you that it's wrapped in plastic mod we move to you now mod what is your theory uh I don't like going after Eric. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that. But Sorry. from what I heard from him, he was uh, kind of like predicting that Selena Kyle would go start good and then sort of turn bad. Mm-hmm. My focus on this is introducing Selena Kyle again. And mm-hmm. it's like, what take are we going to have this time? The last iteration movie version of uh, Catwoman we saw was Anne Hathaway. That was probably the more disappointing part of that movie. Mm. You didn't really get an origin story that you cared about. Yeah. Uh, Juno Temple <laughs> was far more entertaining every time she, they were in the same scene together. And you just yeah. didn't really care. Um, and then the previous iterations of Catwoman, I never watched Gotham. <laughs> Soza. Uh, but then, you know, Halle Berry, the amount of Razzies that that one scored. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like... I'm so, so, so excited for this iteration of um, Selena Kyle. I love that Zoe Kravitz is playing the role because she yeah. has a feline-esque quality. Yeah. I think that they are going to do a twofer for this one. They are because we know Batman's origin story. And if I have to see a strip of pearls be pulled from Martha's <laughs> right. neck one more time and dramatically scatter on the ground, yeah. yes. like I've seen it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I kind of love that we are doing new origin stories and I want to have something super chewy um, so for this one I actually want her to be bad All I right. want her to be uh, you know teaming up with the Riddler I want that scorn of Gotham to be really kind of like prominent I want her to be jaded at the world I mean she her origin story is that she is a cat burglar like she steals shit so if she's going yeah. to be a thief Things aren't looking great for her. It's not something that's not a life that you want. It's a life that you have to have given the circumstances. Mm. So I want that gritty, raw take. And then you, you know, enter the Batman and Mm. it's uh, Cedric Diggory, who's definitely more Tom Riddle in this one. Mm. Uh, And just Mm. kind of see that they both have this disgruntled kind of like, uh, you know, chip on their shoulder when it comes to Gotham and then they realize that if they combine their forces then maybe they can actually get through it together instead of becoming the antithesis of that which is the spiral of the Riddler so I think that you know and the Penguin so you kind of see you know they're all kind of in the same headspace Mm. but it's what you do with that and the actions that you take that can either get you above it or suck you down into it and so I kind of want to see that pairing off Mm. um in the movie but I do not have like the microscopic you know look on the trailer and using evidence I'm just saying this is what I want (laughs) you're 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 absorbing the content as just a fan and not as our as not as our super uh, super uh, researcher I understand yeah. that uh, a, a you very know what? I unhealthy be a sweet perspective yeah. <laughs> I'm just happy to be a potato but I'm yeah. to be a sweet potato that's uh, good you, you are certainly going to get at least one sweet potato mod but let me tell you what I uh, for me personally what I enjoy is that 
the bringing together of Batman and, and, and Selena Kyle in your theory is not that he has to represent some sort of bastion of good and as a savior to her like it usually is portrayed it's like no Batman will be her redemption she'll like she'll want to be good because of Bat to earn Batman's love or feel like worthy in the eyes of Batman in this one it's just because they both are jaded and like yeah. people that people that have been screwed over by the same system can find a common ground that way as well yeah. or not necessarily screwed over but just burned by it so I, I really like that and for that you do get one uh, sweet potato and you're also getting this is crazy I can't believe that I'm giving this away <laughs> this is a uh, necklace full of frozen jewelry frozen the Disney movie jewelry oh. that my niece made me uh, each oh. of these precious gems and uh, you're just gonna let it go I know yeah. That's your the theory was I that am. good your theory brought together the best of both sweet potatoes and uh, frozen <laughs> frozen gems. Uh, all right. Uh, two great theories so far. Jessica, what do you got for us? Oh, gosh. I love following Maude and Eric. <laughs> I will do this. Okay. So I agree with both of the other people. Mm. Um, watching the Batman and then watching Matt Reeves talk about the Batman, I really held on to the fact that uh, Matt Reeves was like, I'm taking a little bit from Batman. Like I'm taking what we all know, but ultimately it's not the same. Like it's mm. going to be a little bit too different. It's also like starting at the beginning of the Batman. Like it's going to, I feel like we're going to, we see all this really hard edgy, um, like Batman, but I feel like he's also clumsy. He's going to be doing things very sloppily, especially when he beat up that like gangster and was just uh -huh. letting out his aggression. It was just so violent that it was like, yeah. okay, he doesn't know what he's doing yet. He's right. still learning. So I think the same is to be said about Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Um, I think absolutely she's just going to be like Selena trying to find her way and her steps. But I think she's finding her steps because she's related to Falcone. So oh. I love the idea of, I love the theory and I love the issues where they were like, oh, it's his illegitimate, like, long time daughter. I love mm. the idea of that. And I would love that storyline to come into Matt Reeves comic book because mm. then you can do so much in that world. And I think what's going to happen ultimately is she's going to be like chaotic good, but also chaotic neutral because it's mm. still Catwoman. She's going to look out for herself ultimately. But I think she's working for Falcone as like this dad figure that she doesn't have because mm. she's an orphan. She doesn't have anyone. So I think she's willing to like listen to what he has to say and do what he wants her to do, which I think in turn, Falcone, oh, and I stole this from Gotham, the TV show, uh, Falcone said, that you can't have like organized crime without law and order. So I think Falcone is going to be in there uh -huh. working with the politicians, making all of this organized crime. Mm. And the Riddler is like, I've had enough of this shit. Because the Riddler is like, ultimately, everyone has to be accountable for what they do. So I think the Riddler is going to be like bringing up all this stuff from the dirt that no one really knows. And Falcone's trying to catch up and get all that evidence while he's killing the politicians that are ultimately use it like being the puppets. So I think Falcone's having Zoe Kravitz go places, stealing from the safe, yeah, stealing evidence for Falcone so nothing comes back to them. I also mm. think Cobblepot is also working with Falcone, just like erasing any trails. Mm. I think ultimately at the end of the movie, obviously, she'll be like, I don't need you because it's Catwoman <laughs> and she's the greatest. And so I think that's when she becomes chaotic neutral, when she's only thinking about herself. But at the beginning of the movie, we're going to see that chaotic good because, you know, you still need a storyline. You still need a climax. You still need other Wait, writing what? things that I don't know. Uh, what? <laughs> other writing no, things I don't this. know the lingo for. 
Yeah, uh, you can't just go uh, plateau the entire time. (laughs) I would love a movie that's just straight violence and just (laughs) and just Robert Pattinson beating up people, but you can't can't do that. Uh, If he's breaking noses, it'd be tough. Just the raid, just the raid with Batman. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, I would love it. So I think I think she is going to be a foe, but also ultimately they're going to have the shared goal of trying to just figure out Mm. who's at the end of this, who's doing all of this. But I think Zoe Kravitz, Catwoman, is obviously smarter than Batman. Mm. Sorry, fans of Batman. But I think she's going to be smarter than Batman and be like, you don't understand the big picture because you're Mm. also part of the problem. He's got tunnel vision. Yeah, sure. Yes. He's like a horse with blinders. He's like, no, I'm defeating the bad guys, but there's (laughs) a bigger world and Batman is a small man. He's a small clumsy man. He's He's uh, accidentally breaking people's jaws and slipping on Martha's pearls. Yes, it's slipping on them pearls. Yeah. So I think that's how we're going to see Zoe Kravitz be playing Catwoman as still mm. like a badass bitch. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I, I I enjoy the the version of Catwoman that, that, that personally I think is most interesting is the one that is willing to do good things and be helpful and prevent... Uh, you know, unnecessary or unjust things from happening, but is ultimately very opportunistic and is like, you know, still going to look out for herself, number one. I think that is the yeah. most interesting. And I love your theory, uh, you know, and I hope that it comes to fruition that that we do get find some more connective tissue between, like, Falcone mm-hmm. and Selena Kyle or, or, or characters like that. I mean, it's just interesting. It's something that we haven't really seen played out on screen before, whether, and mm-hmm. whether it was a comic book storyline or not, uh, regardless. But uh, yeah, so I think that's uh, I, I love that theory as well. Three for three, gang. I'm gonna award you uh, two things: a sweet potato for yourself, because all three of you are sweet potatoes today. And then in Aww. a very self-serving award, I'm gonna award you uh, the Boys Omnibus <gasps> Volume Two, just so it's a perfect way to segue to remind people to watch uh, Eric and myself uh, on the Boys Underground on this channel. Uh, so a little <laughs> self-promotion uh, mixed in, like the Catwoman. A little self-serving in with my justice. So there you go. I'm proud uh, of you, Tommy. Thank you so much. I, I'm proud of of all all three of you and myself. Uh, before We're proud we, have, of you. we still have we still have some great uh, theories to come up, but first we need to do a little business here. And I want to talk to you guys about a company that, as you know, I'm very passionate about. ExpressVPN. You might know that ExpressVPN protects your piracy. Your piracy. Yeah, well, it definitely protects your piracy if you uh, are into that. But uh, it also protects your privacy and security online. Uh, but you might not know that it can also help you unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Have you been dying to watch the Portuguese version of The Office as much as I have? <laughs> Yo soy Jim. Uh, that's probably not Portuguese. Cue the Portuguese fans to hammer me. Witness me, Portuguese fans, for I am a terrible person. Star Trek Discovery is on Netflix UK, and Rick and Morty is on Netflix France. We? We? We, we. But neither of them are on US Netflix. What the fuck? As I say in American. To watch content not normally available to you, just fire up the ExpressVPN app. Fire it on up in the hopper, change your location, hit connect, up refresh Netflix, Hulu, or some other streaming service, and bang, you're off and running, and it feels so bad to watch that good content. Because you're not really in the Netherlands. You're right here in Rochester, New York, watching Rick and Morty, laughing along at Star Trek Discovery, some of the funnier moments. I recently watched some Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episodes on Netflix Australia just because I could. It was crazy. Why did I watch it? I don't know. Good day, Will. 
Uh, anyway, <laughs> Express, sorry, Mod. V- Express VPN. <laughs> Express VPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think that you're located. It's like where in the world is Carmen San Diego, except for in my case, it's a thick neck bearded man. Uh, again, hiding out in his dad's cottage till COVID ends. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. Isn't that fun? There are hundreds of VPNs out there. ExpressVPN is ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag. And you can stream in HD without problems. I like that. No buffering, no lag. No parents walking in on you in embarrassing moments because you can time out the videos that you watch. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices. Phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. Try beaming it to a pager. I don't know, you crazy kids. You got spare time right now. So you can watch what you want on a personal device or on the big screen wherever you are. If you use my link right now at expressvpn.com slash rogue, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash rogue. And I'm stealing that karaoke mic away from you because I want to thank some other friends who helped us make this episode. Helix Sleep! There are more reasons than ever why you might not be getting great sleep right now, but your mattress should not be one of those reasons. Helix Sleep makes personalized mattresses made in America and shipped straight to your door with free no-contact delivery, free returns, and a 100-night sleep trial. To choose a mattress, Helix made a two-minute quiz that matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. They say there's one person out there for each of us. Well, that's not true, but there is one mattress out there for everyone. It's made in a factory, and it's shipped to you, and it's really the only lover you need. It's Helix. <laughs> in, in my case, my mattress lover is, uh, I believe it is the Helix Dusk Luke's. What's great about this mattress, I'm like, a, I, I roll around a lot when I sleep. I'm constantly mm-hmm. like sleeping on my back and then my girlfriend hits me and she's like, you are snoring and uh, it's causing us problems. Uh, but Helix takes care of all that. It made a mattress that like accounts for that kind of awful sleeper. Helix was awarded number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ, Wired Magazine, and Apartment Therapy. All you gotta do is go to helixsleep.com slash rogue theory, take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you're going to love it. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash rogue theory. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash rogue theory for up to $200 off. And when you wake up from your wonderful night of sleep, what are you going to want to eat? You're going to want to eat some cereal, but uh, unlike when you are a kid, you can't just keep shoveling in that sugary cereal because you won't be alive much longer but i love breakfast cereal i still want the flavor and the experience of breakfast cereal without the destruction of dust in my body well lucky for me there's magic spoon cereal that i've been munching on all episode uh it has zero grams of sugar 11 grams of protein only three net grams of carb in each serving it's uh these are their fruity uh loop shaped ones um but they're better for you it's keto friendly gluten-free Grain-free, soy-free, mm. GMO-free. Would I be eating it if I didn't love it? Actually, I do really like it. Sometimes we have to consume things on camera, and you have to really hide the wince because I, I don't like it. This I actually do like. I, if I didn't make such an annoying crunch throughout the episode into the microphone, I would be eating it throughout the broadcast. There are four mm. fruity flavors to choose from. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry. I like frosted a lot. Um, but I, I think I'm uh, enjoying, this is my new favorite, the, the fruit, fruity 
flavor. It tastes amazing and it's become my go-to cartoon watching breakfast cereal because um, it, it, there's a lot of cartoons being watched here. Uh, just go to magicspoon.com slash rockstars to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code rockstars at checkout to get free shipping. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. Anything else going to guarantee your happiness? No, but this delivers. So if you don't like it, for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. But trust me, you're going to like it. That's magicspoon.com slash rockstars and use the code rockstars for free shipping. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Eric. And I just want to go back to the Helix thing. You don't roll around that much in your sleep. Trust me. I'm watching every night. Anyway, let's talk Black Adam in the Black Adam panel at DC Fandome. Fandome. Dwayne Johnson called out the Justice League superheroes and teased that we might see a rumble between him and Superman. So, my question for you guys, which surprise DC matchup do you think we could see in the Black Adam film? Jessica, we'll start with you. I think that we would see, I think we'd see him go against Wonder Woman, especially because he brought it up. Um, He brought up his like two favorites, or he didn't say favorites, but he brought up two people that he was like very interested in seeing um, in in the movies, and it was Wonder Woman and Superman. And we're all expecting like a Superman and Black Adam fight. But I want to see a Wonder Woman and Black Adam fight, especially with her, like, electricity power. I like yeah. that. Uh, a wonderful theory um, about Wonder Woman. For that, I award you uh, this sweet potato and also <laughs> this sweet potato. That's all the same potato. No, no, there's this one, and then there's this one, and then there's this one, and then there's this one, and the... There's a whole baker's dozen of sweet potatoes, I promise, but- A baker's dozen One blonde in a video, and he thinks he can get away with this. (laughs) Thank God, thank God we had to quarantine so I can do my potato trick. And trust me, I have a a whole routine with potatoes, but it's- As long as you don't say that I say potato, because I don't say potato. No, you don't, you never say potato. I do say tomato. I beg you to say potato, but you won't do it. Uh, All right, Maude, what's your theory? That's where I draw the line. Well, first of all, I think we need a spin-off, which is just, um, you know, the Justice League need therapy. Because already we've had (laughs) Batman v Superman, Mm -hmm. and now it's going to be Black Adam v someone. Mm. It's like, why all the hostility and discourse? Like, just (laughs) hug it out. Mm -hmm. That being said, there's two that I am hoping. The first one is uh, Jason Momoa, obviously Aquaman. Mm. Um, we've seen in his origin story, he's got a bit of a tempy temper. Mm. Uh, and, you know, he's also the biggest. And so the only thing that's going to get him more razzed up is someone even bigger. So mm. I think that they're going to have uh, fisty cuffs over that. I want it to be. I want him to be the Flash. Mm. I want to see <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson yes. punch Ezra Miller repeatedly. <laughs> 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 that the, would make and also in the movie, a... but not just not just in my, <laughs> my fantasy Fight Club. Yes. <laughs> Um, that would be great. Mm. So, there's yes. my theories. Excellent. Uh, I couldn't uh, tell you why it's happening, no. just that it could happen. Yeah. I think for your theory, first of all, when you said that Jason Momoa was the biggest, Ben Affleck immediately started chugging weight gainer 3000. He's like, <laughs> I am the thickest Batman ever. And I did that for a reason. Have you seen his dragon phoenixy tattoo that yeah. covers yes. his hair? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got one. No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Show us your back. All right. Show us your spine. So, Maude, for that theory, I give you this sweet potato and this sweet potato. Two potatoes for you and no potatoes. Eric, bring us home. 
Um, I'm my theory is similar to Maude's second part of hers. I want to see uh, Black Adam get in a fight with Jared Leto Joker. Um, mm. where who cannot die every time you think he's dead he just keeps showing back up again I have had that nightmare before oh. <laughs> you, you know where like you try to this is too much information all of a sudden <laughs> no <laughs> this is why you need but a helix mattress <laughs> when you try to kill someone or like you know huh. end them or fight them yeah. and they keep laughing at you mm. and that even though their face is broken yes. and they're all bruised and bloody they keep laughing uh, that's yeah. what i'm picturing with this I, I in my dreams whenever i punch someone it doesn't hurt them at all which has translated to me <laughs> being very scared to fight in real life because i'll have these dreams where i have to fight my way out and i'm throwing punches and they all just go like they land very softly oh. yeah that's oh. too far screaming and yeah. There's no noise. yeah i want jared leto uh like every time the black adam thinks he's done you hear a honka honka around the corner he's like god damn it and then at one point like like his tattoos jump off his body onto jared leto's tattoos and he has oh. to like fight all the dumb like ha ha ha's and oh. uh broken and and like they're starting to smother him and it, it just gets oh insane god. and then it uh, ends with just like him smashing his skull like this is getting too violent. I'm sorry. I wiping the smile off his face for yes. the last time. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I I like your theory, Eric. If a, for the only reason of Dwayne Johnson having to suffer Jared Leto's weird like gift giving that he does when he plays the Joker, like yeah. a fucking thumb. Why? Like why did you yeah. send me a thumb and then him just taking it out on Jared Leto's stunt? A dead man. pig, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't he just send like a. Dead pig carcass and like semen-filled condoms. Awesome. Totally normal shit. And I'll tell you what, if you saw the movie, it really paid off. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) for that, I will give you uh, this potato and... Oh. That's it. No, just kidding. This potato. Oh, that's a hot potato. And this potato. How many potatoes? How many potatoes is this? It keeps giving. I'm giving you three potatoes for your theory because I just like the idea of an unkillable joker. Uh, Oh, my God. That's not fair. This scorpion king is going to be so good, though. Yes. I truly... I cannot wait. I don't mean that sarcastically. I am excited for this movie. And honestly, I hope all three of your theories come true. (laughs) Now it's time for what I like to call the most entertaining four and a half minutes on the internet. It's rogue (laughs) questions, everyone. These questions come out of nowhere. These questions could be questions that have been hiding in the shadows, lurking on airplanes, everyone dressed in black on the plane. Just kidding. That won't be topical by the time this airs. So as part of DC's upcoming Batman Day, they've announced a partnership with the map app Waze. Let me ask you guys, what comics character would you least want to get driving directions from? I would say Vision. Mm. Uh, only because I don't want to be in the same car as Vision. But like, you could imagine Jarvis's voice being like a Waze app option. Right, um, right. And, I, and I don't I don't want to hang out with Vision. <laughs> I, I yeah, don't want to be in a car with him. He'd be really yeah. annoying. And then you he don't would like Vision. He, I, I, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan yes. of him. And then he'd he'd accidentally shoot Rhodey, and then I'd oh, it'd be a, yeah. the worst day of our lives. Also, if Vision was in charge of navigating, he'd just be telling you to drive through things because he does not. Respect <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, sir. A sweet potato through. for Tommy. 
drive through the embankment. Drive through the embankment over to the other side of the wall without going... Survive through, through your next left turn. Oh, Don't God. mind the gap. Drive into it. <laughs> All right, who else? Uh, who else? Who else? Bane, guys. Are you kidding me? If I'm driving a car and I have to get somewhere... Yeah. Where am I going? I need to know. This is not helpful. Right. No one can understand oh, you. Yeah. I need subtitles. Like Stop like wearing that. a mask, Tom Hardy. <laughs> Crashing this car with no survivors. Uh, <laughs> all right, Jessica, no, what do you got? With no survivors. Um, I, I have like, I couldn't choose between the two because I was thinking when you said comics, I was thinking outside the box. Uh, so I was like, oh, the Cobra Commander, number one. Yes, sure. uh, because I don't need that screeching. <laughs> My second was uh, I said Doctor Strange because he'd be the guy that says go west and I wouldn't know what direction that is. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't uh, choose between the two. All right, uh, those are very good, but in the end, I do think Bane's confusing muffled voice yeah. is the winner of this one. So, Maude, I give you one potato for that. Next question. I can make it to potato salad now. You're so cool. A sweet potato salad, which I don't know if is a thing that anyone would want. Uh, I'll eat question it. Question two. Swarovski. Swarovski, the crystal makers, announced a new etched crystal Baby Yoda figurine for sale for $170. So I asked the three of you, how could you make a Baby Yoda figurine or, or a toy that is even less huggable than that? I would want to make, you know, I've never been to a gun range, mm. but the the thing, the shooting target oh, practices, yeah. why isn't there a Baby Yoda one of those <laughs> after the episode where the, the stormtroopers were trying to shoot the can and they were trying to yeah. either punch Baby Yoda? Right. Like, what are those? Oh my god. Yes, I uh, I think you just you know, asked you're the question. Unlock your inner stormtrooper. Yes. <laughs> Why do they not have baby that Yoda shooting be... targets? Uh, get on it. We'd at the NRA and ask. Oh my god. Yeah, Mod, you have to get on that because someone's going to take that idea and make too much money off it. That's oh good. That has to be a Mod original. For That's sure. Cute. It's just too cute. <laughs> <laughs> never. You want to, like, make him out of hot plates? I feel like you can't hug a hot plate. Ah, so, yes. like, to get a really hot, no kid's gonna play with a hot plate, baby. No. Yoga. Uh, yoga. <laughs> oh, baby yoga. That's just common sense. Baby yoga. <laughs> Watch Please. out, baby yoga. With the Please. Snack. Its real name is the child's pose. Ah, uh, <laughs> God. That was good. So Thank good. You. Thank you. Baby yoga. All right. Potato. <laughs> Potato. Potato for me. Ah, it's not cooked. It's still in plastic. Eric, what do you got? Um, I don't know. Uh, we might have to cut this, but maybe the only way you can make Baby Yoda less huggable is like revealing that he has committed various cases of sexual misconduct. And oh, just can't yes. hug him. You might have to cut this. The children. Never Baby hug Yoda. that child. Well, we do think that Baby Yoda might be like 52 years old, right? Something along that's those right. lines. That's like right. So, that's right. So, he looks cute, but that's how they get yeah. you these these 50 year olds exactly who look like the little same babies. Age uh, as the, all the people that have been committing them. Yeah. I I like to think of myself as a strict interpreter of these questions, so I'm giving Jessica the potato based on the fact that she's the only one who answered. She it. answered the question. She did actually. I I will the, take that pity potato. Give me the that actual pity potato. Today. Pity potatoes for everybody. The actual question 
Uh, the answer, of course, would be a cactus. Uh, a cactus. Oh, yes. Arguably. And it's green. It's okay, Where my mind should have gone. Finally, the most important question. Dictionary.com just added the Dwayne The Rock Johnson catchphrase, jabroni, to its list of words. Could you please use the word jabroni in a sentence to describe something that has happened uh, in the last 24 hours to you? Um, well, as we all know, uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is an avid fan of My Little Ponies, mm. uh -huh. making him a brony. Mm. And so when they connect and talk, mm. And he talks to his fellow, oh, Jabroni. Mm. I hate this question. Jabroni, Jabroni. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you rhymed, and that's the easy pathway to my heart. Uh, anyway. Disbroni or Jabroni? <laughs> jabroni. It ja, sounds like a pasta now. It sounds jabroni. like a pasta. Ragaboni. Um, jabroni. Spaghetti. Um. Jabroni. Uh, I would say. Um, in the past 24 hours, mm. uh, which this sounds not real, but it actually happened to me. Mm. Um, jabroni, a noun, um, a person or object that hits you on a bicycle while you're riding your bicycle at mm. 6.30 in the morning. Ooh. Um, and the sentence would be, uh, I was riding my bike and a jabroni flew into my helmet. <laughs> no, not a jabroni. Oh, no. I hated it. It was really scary. Yeah. It was a bird. It survived. Oh, oh, well. The bird is a jabroni. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all no. birds are jabronis. I'll be honest. I, I'm sad that it lived. Uh, just kidding. Sorry, guys. Don't <laughs> at me. Eric, what do you have to say? Okay. Um, jabroni, noun, a muscle-bound sleep demon that mm. when one sleeps on a Helix mattress sleeps so well, mm. he feels like he's at rock bottom, ya jabroni. <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind of mattress you sleep on, cause can you smell what Helix made you sleep on, ya jabroni. Ooh. Wow. It must be uh, a good mattress. I, it must I, be a great mattress. What, what, you did a was, uh, what you did was wonderful, but unfortunately, the tie-in for a product disqualifies you as <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty silly. It a was disgusting effort of capitalism. Mod, because you combined rhyming, pasta, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson, my three favorite things, my holy trinity, if you will, I award you <laughs> this potato and... <laughs> The win for today Whoa! on Rogue Theory! Alright, Maud, let's tell her what she's won. Maud is winner of Rogue Theory today. You get to get one wish that can be achieved by either our editing team or the people sitting in the Zoom meeting in front of you. Do you have a wish planned for today? Mm, I want to hear everyone do their best Australian accent. Oh, perfect. Alright, All right. everyone do their best Australian accent. Oi, you C-word. <laughs> All right. Perfect. That's so accurate. Yes. Uh, let's see. I'm Vengeance. I'm the Knight. I'm Batman. Perfect. I'm <laughs> and, uh, I'll bring us home with. She was the best girl I ever had. Hi, everyone. I'm Keith Urban. And that sounded like a country twang, but as a matter of fact, I'm Australian. Uh, so good. <laughs> Perfect. Wow, guys. I don't have any friends.
Queensland. <laughs> oh, boy. Unfortunately, we had to end this on such a pathetic note. Uh, that is Rogue Theory. Thank you all for joining us. Congratulations to Maud, but also congratulations to Jessica and Eric. Uh, thank you to our guests, Eric Voss. Yeah. Jessica Clemens. <laughs> I love you. Maud Garrett. Follow them at the uh, handles that I'm sure we are now displaying. Don't forget to subscribe to the Rogue Theory podcast feed and stay tuned to the YouTube channel for this and other shows. Follow us on Twitter at New Rockstar. Follow me to freedom. Uh, all right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Oh, boy. Bye. 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 Bye.